Welcome back to Hack Pop. I'm Mandy. I'm Gabby. And we are here to talk about the past couple weeks of releases. Mm -hmm. um, October has kicked in. Because <laughs> it's not like there was a ton, but it was like it was stacked with who was releasing stuff. Mm -hmm. So, to uh, to to kick this off, I guess, is um, Wacky Mecky came back with a song called Cool. Um, I like the aesthetic of this video, and I like the, like, mature turn that they're taking. Mm -hmm. Like, it's still very much them, but it's less bubblegum, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, they were kind of going this way with their last song, too. Yeah. I guess they did a... I don't guess, I know. They did an English version of this song for the album, too. They did? Yeah. I didn't know that. I haven't listened to this album yet, but... That's it's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Uh, yeah, like, it's clear they're finding a more mature sound for themselves, and that's cool. I just mm. hope that and they I... don't get, like, so far away from what they were yeah and i feel like where they are right now is good like it's ma more mature f than where they were but i don't feel like it's too far of a sound change yeah it'll just depend on what they do next like if they keep going or if they like, just settle here yeah because i said this is this kind of lands them somewhere between like um, OGG, The Last Girls Gen release, and A-Pink to me. Um, and that's a good place to be in. Um, I don't think it leaves their, like, teen crush concept behind, but it's like, they can't be 16 forever. Yeah. <laughs> so, I enjoyed this song. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of hope they stay kind of here. Yeah. I think but it's I a good place for them to be in. Them, like reaching back yeah to like picky era and doing <laughs> something like that too because i think you can still do that while being older i don't think because yes. they're getting older they can't be cute right <laughs> like i i i know why you would want to like make cute be more mature or like mm -hmm. catchy be more mature and this is like a good catchy mature spot for them to be in. Yeah. But I love like a fun cute concept. And we've seen girls generation do it for years. Yeah. So but it's not it, like it's unheard of. Yeah, it's just I, I just hope that they don't think that they have to keep just being mature and doing this. Yeah. Yeah. But I like this. Yes, me too. I think this is a good step for them. Mm -hmm. Um but our next song um, is Kyuhan from Super Junior. Uh, the song is called Daystar. Um, I was hoping this was going to be a little bit more like a dreaming that was a little bit out of what I was expecting from him. Mm -hmm. This song is exactly what I expected it to be. Yeah. Big, soft, sad ballad. Yeah, I just said sad hags doing sad hag songs, which is yeah, fine. And but it's just kind of what fine. all the Super Junior solos almost always are. God, I know, right? <laughs> and, like, his last one that he did was good. It was a little bit more funky and a little bit more up-tempo. It was still, like, a, a hag song, but it wasn't sad in the rain 
crying Q Hun. <laughs> and like this is a this is a very pretty song. Yeah. But it's not anything groundbreaking for him. No. And I just want to see him do something different. But he's not going to. So. <laughs> like, what do I expect? But because he has a nice voice and he gets to use it well, but I was hoping this was going to be more in line with dreaming than this. But, you know, got to keep that brand of sad hag songs, I guess. <laughs> uh, but our next one is Nine from Only One Of. He has a mixtape out, and the song is called Daisy. I was surprised that they were already doing, like, the mixtape thing, but I'm not mad about it. Um, mostly I was surprised that Nine d- dropped something first as opposed to, like, either KB or Love. I would, I don't see KB doing it. I don't know, I do. Why? Because he's old? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just because he's old? Yeah. No. <laughs> I just wasn't expecting to see Nine do it first. Yeah. But I'm not mad about it because I think this song is adorable. It's very cute. And he's got a very unique vocal tone that is definitely nasally. Like, he definitely sings through his nose sometimes. Well, it's the whole only one of sound. Like, all of them sing that Yes, one. exactly. <laughs> and I, I even said, like, this song isn't too far from their typical style. Yeah. So it's like, if you like Daisy, you're gonna like only one of. Yeah, like, it's it's more cute and yeah. less gay sexy club. <laughs> yes. This is your brunch song. <laughs> <laughs> this is like brunch when you're, you haven't pre-gamed. Yeah. Um... But I really like it because, like, you kind of can hear it in the latter half of the song where it starts to sound a little bit more like them yeah. um, in the instrumental. And it's like you could kind of expect this, like, if for some reason only one of decided not to have, like, the super gay club vibe going on for them. Uh, if they wanted to do something, like, very cute, this would probably would have been the song. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he, he even said that, like, the reason why it's called daisy is going off the bloom concept they had for a little while mm-hmm. and like he self-produced this song and everything too so yeah i think it's great <laughs> yes because he's like what 19 or something i th- think he's so i think he's the youngest is he i thought mill was the youngest the two of them are the youngest are but they? i forget which yeah I know, I but think... i forget which one is the actual Makne. Yeah, because I know Junji is down there in Makne line too. Yeah. But he's like 20 Um, or 21. Let's see. Let's see. Because I think. uh, Nine is the Makne. Because Mill is March 99 and Nine is December 99. Oh, okay. But, like, same year. <laughs> yeah. He just happens to be a couple of months younger than Mill. Um, 
God, what a what a Machne line that yeah, is. Yeah, I was like Junji, <laughs> middle and nine. Jesus Christ. But yeah, um, I I enjoyed this. I think this is cute, and I'm excited to see if they keep dropping like little mixtape things between releases. Mm-hmm. Because that would be fun. Yeah. And that would be good for them. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed this. Our next one is Don Didi Don by Don <laughs> featuring Jesse. Um, <laughs> I, at first, I didn't think I was going to like this song. And then it grew on me. Because it keeps getting stuck in my head. It reminds me of old school G-Dragon. And I know some people will take that as an insult. But I like G-Dragon. Yeah. So like that. If I take G-Dragon's personality out of it. I like G-Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I this sounds like old school G-Dragon to me. And I enjoy old school G-Dragon. And even the video looked like a G-Dragon video. Yeah. Um, which I, I'm not mad about. No, and I guess, like, I'd be surprised if Don didn't sound like G-Dragon, because he's always sounded that way to me. Mm. And I'm sure someone eventually will just, like, get at me for it, and I'll be like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like I say, most female rappers sound like Yenna. Most right? male rappers sound like G-Dragon if they're in the higher register. I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> like... There's there's a thing with Hyuna, like, once she kind of hit it, everybody sort of emulated that, and I'll, that happened with G-Dragon, too. Yeah, and I don't um, doubt that that's kind of where Don takes some of his inspiration from. Oh, probably. I don't think it's a bad place to take inspiration no. from, especially because G-Dragon is actively not doing it. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's making shoes. Yes, he is. And, like, that's all he's doing. Um, because, you know, Coachella got canceled and therefore Big Bang was like, we're not dropping our comeback track. Sorry. <laughs> um, they were supposed to have a comeback and, I like, know. debut the song at Coachella and then just, well, get, no, fuck you, I guess. Um, but anyways, like, this whole thing reminds me of G-Dragon. I enjoy it. I think the song is really catchy. But the one thing I don't really like... Is Jessie. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this isn't a great showing for her. No. <laughs> like, I don't hate it. It doesn't ruin the song. Mm -mm. I know a lot of but... people really didn't like it and said that she was off-tempo. Which I don't think she was. I think she was doing something on no. purpose. Yeah, I think so, whatever. too. Like, I think she's smarter because, than a lot of people give her credit for. <laughs> yeah, I think people think Jessie is just, like, they want her to be, like, dumb and I don't I don't know. But she's very good at being a rapper. Mm -hmm. um, she's very smart. Um, she just has a big personality. I just don't think her feature fit well with the rest of the I song. I didn't either, but I understand why they chose Jessie over Hyuna. Right. <laughs> Not that it would be bad if they ever did, like, a collab or whatever. No. And I I would love to see them collab on a song together. That's not Triple H. Um, that's just more of the two of them. But 
Jesse's feature didn't kill it for me, but it's not my favorite feature. Um, no, but I thought the bubble pop line was funny. Me too. <laughs> that was my favorite part of it. Um, I think her name dropping uh, UJ Suck was weird, but whatever. Uh, that's fine. But I like the bubble pop pop part. I was like, you should just put Hyanna on this song then. But but again, I understand why. Like, it's either yeah. people expect it to be Hyanna or, and we'll just like be mad be mad <laughs> or they don't choose yana in which case jesse yes <laughs> and like jess like jesse isn't bad no. it's just the, this feature later, which i really yeah. like her on yes um i just felt like her her feature was weird maybe it was the verse itself she wrote that was weird well, um, i like i mean they the changed slay the queen part yeah they also but... changed the backing like instrumental too for her part which is yeah a thing it made it stand out too much i Mm -hmm. think like it didn't feel like it fit with this song i don't know but the rest of it is great it reminds me of second third generation it reminds me of g dragon i think that's a good way for dawn to go um yeah i I didn't especially with younger fans Mm -hmm. who don't really know g dragon very well Right, and I didn't love his last song. I didn't love Money. I like um, the only one of cover of Money. <laughs> me too. I listen. I listen to the only one of cover of Money, and I don't listen to his co- his the original of Money. Um, but also, like Dawn reminds me of Riff Raff from Rocky Horror Picture Show, <laughs> and it's just simply in the way that his body moves and the way he's built. Um, but sometimes I see him and he just like lurks and it's like, oh, look, it's Riff Raff. And that's like all I can think of sometimes. But anyways, moving on from that, um, our next songs, um, Juhan, Juhani from Monster X came out with his mixtape. Mm-hmm. He came out with videos for both Smokey and Psyche. Yes. Um, the first one, Smokey, is definitely different for him um he's sitting in a weird place vocally in this song um i like when he's kind of in his lower register but i don't know if i love this song i think comparatively to every other song on this mixtape i haven't listened to the whole mixtape yet so i can't say that yeah (laughs) like all of the others are him rapping and i get it if he wants to sing i just think comparatively this isn't my favorite song i Mm. think it's the weakest song on that the album but that's Mm -hmm. me whatever i don't i don't hate it and i get that he's what he's trying to do it shows his versatility it shows his vocal range when because he really never goes this low yeah Um, and it's nice to hear because he's got that nice gravelly tone to it um, it reminds me of something I'd listened to when I was like 16 and angry and emo. Um, so I like that. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm I, not saying it's bad. I would just say comparatively to every other song. I yeah. like every other song more than I like this song. And I do have an issue with like kid choruses. <laughs> that was, and I don't that was my big them. problem. <laughs> that was my big problem was the child chorus. Um, I also felt like the song was a bit too long. 
Yeah. And like, the, I thought it was going to end with where he was talking in this song. I thought that was going to be the outro. But no, and then there was gotta listen the to kids now. <laughs> and then I had to listen to the kid chorus and I was like, this song, and then it just like kind of ends. And then the video goes on and on. It's like, it doesn't end. And I felt like it, the, the song itself could have ended with him speaking as the outro. Um, I could even do without the speaking. But again, yeah. that could be me where I'm at mentally. And I don't want to like bash people who, who like the messages. When like, I don't. Posts, but I don't like them. I don't yes. need you to tell me to not give up, Juhan. You've got millions. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your money and then maybe I'll listen. <laughs> That's a mood. Because, like, I get it. I like the, Like, I do like this song, but I felt like this song goes on a bit too long. Yeah. The talking outro kind of, I could take it or leave it, but I just can't do a kid chorus. Yeah. I think it's like, kind of, like, at all. <laughs> it takes away the metaphor Yes. Of the song, and then it's like, hey, in case you didn't get it, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> cool. Because, <laughs> like, I'd listen to this again, and it's it's cool, and I like how he sounds yeah. on it. And I, I just... You're killing me with the kid outro. Yeah. And it's been but, a while since I've heard one of those. Song. There is another song um, called... Bam? I don't know. It's the one that he has a um, feature on it. Let me find it. That's not what I want. Let me find it. Um, Wingsuit? It's the last song on his mixtape. He actually mm -hmm. does feature his niece. And it's cute. And I like that. On this song? On no, that song? On that song. On a different one. It's the last song on his mixtape. He just has her like doing little words here and there. And it's cute. That's adorable. But it's not a chorus of children smoking or smoking and singing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I had the song playing and then I got the words mixed up in my head. But yeah, I don't know. The kid chorus really kills it. And I, yeah. I have a, like, sometimes I can just accept when people are like, hey, I love you. Or hey, don't give up. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Same. But there's times where I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, this... The, like, I could have dealt with the don't give up. This is That's a great message to have, whatever. Yeah. I could have dealt with it until we had the children singing. It's it's hopeful and uplifting, Andy. <laughs> I, I hate children choruses. I hate children choruses. <laughs> no, I don't like them either. I think they're weird. Yeah, I thought that was something that we as a society have collectively grown past, but apparently it's not. Um, like, I would have been fine if this was just, like, a chorus mm -hmm. of a, it, probably, like, adults or, like, teenagers and up, just not, like, eight-year-olds. So, but anyways, moving on to a song that he also put out that's a little bit more in line with who he is is psyche yes. my favorite part about this song is that it open that opening has no instrumental mm -hmm. and i love that yeah like a lot and maybe it's just because um. i like rapper juhan 
and Same. that's where it ends. It's like, I just like when you're rapid more, bro. <laughs> like, if yeah. you're honesting, that's fine. That's your prerogative. But I like it more when he's rapping. Yeah. Um, and this is definitely a good song that for kind of like that Juhan flex. I mean, I mm. love when Monster X rap line just like shits on everybody else. Yeah. And I think especially that- when they like roll up to the mamas in like <laughs> fucking cars and fur coats and it's just like Juhan and Changhoon and they're just like being the fucking best. Yeah. Like that's why I like this song because that song this song Psyche like gives me that. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. It's like as a singer he's okay. Mm-hmm. But as a rapper he really shines. It's like I understand wanting to be more than that, like, than your box. Yes. But, like... Exactly. Also know where, where you shine. And he does. He definitely does. Yeah. But that's like I don't I for him rapping. <laughs> and, like, that was a lot of our problem with All About Love, too, mm-hmm. is you have Juhan, who is a good singer, too, and he's... But he's such a great rapper that when he's not rapping, it's not that it cuts him off at the knees... But you know that this isn't what he's the best yeah, in. because then he's just standing as tall as everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> and there's something, there's something very special about Juhan and Chang-kun. Mm-hmm. Especially when they work together. And so, you know, sometimes rappers and idol groups put out mixtapes and it's kind of a bit of a joke. Um and then you have people like Juhan who puts out a mixtape and it's fucking incredible. His first one was amazing. Mm-hmm. And the second one um, holds up just as well. Mm-hmm. I just don't like Smokey. <laughs> yeah. I I haven't had a chance to listen to it. Basically, um, on the days off that I do have right now, I sit on the futon and stare at the wall. Um, you could put and on while you stare at the wall. I let YouTube talk to me about Ghost stories. I guess that's fair. Um, because I don't have the brain power to process much things, so. <laughs> I, like, try to be productive, and then I just stare at a wall. Um, but, yeah, it's this is on my list to listen to at some point. Um, but, yeah, this this is this was better than Smokey. Smokey's not bad, but this would have probably been a better, like, sing like lead single for mm-hmm. his um mixtape so i mean he's gonna do what he wants to do i'm sure yeah, that's fine too like he can do what he wants i don't whatever he's <laughs> gonna come out with another horny fucking mixtape oh he will so. it's the only way he can get it out <laughs> that boy is that boy is something else but yeah, I would love to even just see a, a Monster X rap line unit, like, put out an album together. Mm-hmm. I think that would be incredible. Um, because they it's what they deserve, <laughs> honestly. Um, but moving on to our next song. Refund Sisters Don't Touch Me. The Refund Sisters are Jesse Hwasa, Um Jungwa, and Lee Hyori. This is also from that Hangout With You show that gave us Sack 3. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because Lee Hyori wanted a girl group. Okay. I was like, and I don't know what's Lee happening he- here, but this is a weird mix of people. <laughs> and what, Le- you know, what Lee Hyori wants, Lee Hyori gets. <laughs> so I think she picked them. 
And I think it's a very interesting group of people. Um, yep. I think Jessie's a great choice. Bringing back Um Jung-hwa is great because I don't really think she's been doing a whole bunch of, whole much of anything. Um, and now she's kind of back in public eye. Um, Hwasa, I'm unsurprised to see her there just because at this point, who isn't trying to get Hwasa in their girl group? Um, I mean, we know I don't like Hwasa, but I like this song a lot, yeah, and I, I think like they him. all worked well together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it was... I could see how it would be hard for all of them to make a song together, mm-hmm. but they did very well. Yes. <laughs> Mixing all of them. Um, their voices and like jesse really gets like a moment in Mm -hmm. this and it really shows how good jesse is um especially if you're comparing it to her verse in don diddy don in in contrast (laughs) in contrast this miles away from each other um like they looked like they had a blast doing this like except for when they were crying and sad um (laughs) About, I don't know what, because I didn't watch the show, um, but it's, I'm always glad to see, like, Um Jung-hwa and Lee Hyori doing things, so, like, to bring in, kind of, like, the younger generations with Hwasa and Jesse is really great, and they just look like they had, like, a great time hanging out with each other. Mm-hmm. So, and I guess this song... <laughs> Uh, when it came out, because they wanted to do the same thing as Sock 3 and, like, get the the first place and, you know, the top spot on the charts. Yeah. Blocked Lovesick Girls. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Wow. Good apparently, job. <laughs> right? Apparently this one, because I was reading the comments of the video and people were like, Blinks, don't be mad. And I, so I'm, I think it, I'm pretty sure it, like, got, it hit number one. Because I think the song came out and then the video came out afterwards um, and so I think it blocked Blackpink on the chart for, like, their second week of promotion or something. So, good for them. <laughs> I mean, it just kind of shows the power of, like, older and, like, the mm-hmm. original Oh yeah, generation. Like, and I like the idea of this being a gateway for people to understand who these, like, original people are. Mm-hmm. The people who actually paved the way to things. Right? <laughs> like, talk about paving the way. Like, that would be Jung, uh, Jung-ha and Lee Hyori. Like, come on. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that they're doing this. I wonder what their what their show is going to do next. Because um, we've already seen what they did before Free Fun Sisters. Mm-hmm. Which was a time. <laughs> um I think they're coming out with an actual video for this in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they put a teaser out today. I just didn't have a chance to watch it. So, like, the video that's out now is, like, the behind the scenes. But I think they're doing, like, a legit video. Mm. So that's going to be an adventure. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if the Refund Sisters keep doing stuff. Because this was great. And I kind of yeah. hope they come out with more. So... But moving on to our next song is um, Kiara's Tomboy. Um, apparently, I didn't have much to say about this because all I wrote was this is fine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I liked the first half. 
Yes. The second half was exactly the same. Um, like, I really like the buildup to the chorus. Mm-hmm. And then how the chorus hit, but, like, she didn't do anything different after that. Yeah. I think I wrote This Is Fine because I felt like it was just so repetitive. Like, it yeah. was a repetitive thing and it didn't go anywhere. And I probably would have liked it better if there was some sort of change. No, like, there was no bridge or anything. It was just the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Of a verse and then a chorus. And she structured it the same mm-hmm. every time. And, like, her voice lends very well to that structure. I'm not going to yes. say it's not a thing that she should have done. Because, like I said, I really liked it when it happened the first time. Mm-hmm. But after that, it's like, oh, you're just going to do this. Yeah. Like, I want songs to go somewhere. And if they don't really go places, I'm, like, super not interested in them. So, and that's probably why I just wrote, this is fine. <laughs> This is why I didn't don't uh, impress you, Mandy, because <laughs> it peaked too quickly. <laughs> True. True. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, this this song. Like, I don't know if she would have. I can't say I, she doesn't have it in her to do a bridge, like a, a different bridge, because she didn't prove to me either way that she could or could not. I think she could. I think yeah. Like it showed off that she can do a lot. It's mm-hmm. just it all happened too quickly. Yes. And give me a bridge, show me you're going somewhere and I'm going to be far more interested in, in a song that takes me on an adventure. Mm-hmm. So but anyways, the next one is we're we're back into NCT land. Welcome to Neo um, City. Welcome to Neo City. NCT has come out with NCT 2020. Uh, there are 23 of them now, and they have come out with the lead singles of Make a Wish and From Home. Um, so Make a Wish is Young, Lucas, Jaehyun, Chaozhan, Shotaro, Jamin, and Do Young. Yes. Um, and this is the upbeat funky song um this whistle line will not remove itself from my head (laughs) and i'm not complaining about that i really really love this song but like every time i turn around i just hear that whistle i can't do the whistle because i can't whistle um but it just like lives in my head rent free maybe this is how you learn how to whistle I know. I've never. I can't, I always try. I just can't do it. I don't know why. Um, and like I feel like now, like we had Boss, and Boss definitely touched on NCT's concept. But I feel like this song and From Home are really more of the realization into NCT's concept. You can see well, it better. The whole album is really um, because yeah. they do have like the Dream song and then the NCT one. Two seven song and wavy and the wavy song, wavy but all whole the music. Are just different mixes of all the boys. Yeah, and I think compared to NCT twenty eighteen with on the Empathy album, mm-hmm. um, this is now you can really see how NCT's concept plays. Because mm-hmm. um, though you could kind of see it with Empathy, and you re- and you really kind of only got that with Boss and kind of with Black on Black. Um, 
this song you can see because you have the one two seven you have the wavy members you have um the dream members and then you have shotaro who's brand new and isn't really in a group yet mm-hmm. um there's sung chanty actually working <laughs> hmm? there's sung chanty but he hasn't done anything yet yes he's not he's, on this song so it, but yeah they didn't do Mis- Misfit as a as a lead single, so no. that's unfortunate for sure. For well, I mean, kind but... of. They did the teaser video. Yeah. That's the first teaser video they did. Yeah. But it didn't get a full concept. I think it could have gotten a full concept. But then they'd have but... a video for everything. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Cool with it. Um, but yeah, this is... We're really getting into NCT's concept and, like, their potential... And you can see it. And now no one can make the argument that Wavy isn't a part of NCT. Right. So like, even though <laughs> Yang's on this, they gave Zhao Jun just as many pretty vocal lines. Right. And Zhao Jun's uh, place on this song is wonderful. Yes. Um, and Jaehyun's in that weird half rap position again. But whatever. It's sexy. I don't care. Um <laughs> <laughs> Also, Jaehyun's lower register hits totally different anyways. Um, but I loved this song. Um, I think this video is weird and cool. Um, the With the cult hoods. Yeah. I don't know what's going on here, but whatever. This That's just like a Tuesday in Neo City. Mm-hmm. Causing problems. Um like, woke up this morning to find out that Jungwoo and Mark call Yuta Opa. Yep. Because we need to have some chaos. <laughs> so. But yeah, Make-A-Wish is great. And then the other single is From Home. Uh, what my favorite part of this song is that I didn't realize it on my first listen because I was half asleep when I heard it the first time. Was that this song is hitting four different languages in a single song. I um. Well, I guess if you count English. Yeah. We're not sure if they change dialects to Mandarin or not. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I, don't I know can't pick that up. That. Me either. <laughs> I I'm not entirely sure if that's a thing or if it's Cantonese. I But oh, I don't know if my mother speaking actually speak Cantonese because I know Chenli and Renjun, one is from Shanghai and one's from Beijing and then mm. I don't know where he's from. <laughs> um, Wavy has a canto line. But and it's, it's part of it. Uh, I think he can speak it. But I think the canto line is Lucas Hendry. Yeah, because Hendry is Taiwanese. And Yang Yang? Is it Yang Yang or Lucas? I know Lucas is in it, but I think there's three of them who speak Cantonese. Okay. And possibly four if Kuhn does. But I don't know. Wavy speaks too many languages for me to keep (laughs) up. But I don't know if they switch between Cantonese and Mandarin or if it's um, Mandarin. Renjun might be from Shanghai, but they have their own dialect of Mandarin. It might be that. I don't know too much about the dreamies to like know that well enough like i can name them all and i know them on site but i don't i never kept up enough with them to like know who's from shanghai (laughs) and who isn't um but 
let's see. This one, ha- this song has uh, Tail Yuta, Kun Do Young, Ren Jung, Hei Chen, and Chen Li. And Yuta gets to sing in Japanese, and I was really excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because he never gets lines, and he finally gets lines in Japanese. Yes. <laughs> um, I think Tail has a great voice and i think he is i love when he gets to be a powerhouse like the song is really pretty it is a lot we've got a lots of good moments in this song and this is also like kind of continuing that nct's like concept like they are a multicultural boy group um that just so happens to be based in korea yeah so I mean, we are missing a couple of languages here. We're missing Thai. We're missing... I mean, I guess if you really wanted to put German in here, but, like, that's a whole different thing. Um, But this is a great song. It's cool how they switch the languages in Mm -hmm. this. Yeah, because often, like, it can be hard to do that, especially keeping the same, like... um, Mm -hmm notes and like everything together to work because especially with uh most dialects of chinese yes (laughs) yes and that means you have to like change things um Mm -hmm. i know i watched a whole thing on this and it compared with the the sailing song in moana Mm -hmm. because they changed from english into that um that native dialect that they use Mm -hmm. And they yeah. overlay the the two sides of it just to see so how you could hear the actual differences. Yeah. But they did a really so, good job with this. They did. And I I enjoyed this. Because I, I remember the first time I noticed that the languages changed, I was like, is that Mandarin? <laughs> or am I, like, hallucinating? I wasn't hallucinating. No. <laughs> I thought I was. I was like, oh, God, am I finally losing it? Um, But this is cool. I like this. I like that NCT's concept is now no longer as abstract as it was. Yeah. Because, like, you try to explain NCT to people and they're like, what in the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) And you're like, I can't really explain it to you. But, like, here's this chart that doesn't make it any better. (laughs) Um. But yeah, so that was NCT. We have another song called Daisy. Um, this time it's Pentagon's Daisy. Yes. Um, honestly, this song is just a big Pentagon vocal flex. Yeah. And I love I'm that for them. We don't have Jin Ho. So no, but with, <laughs> that's not something they could control. I know, but I also don't know if it's really much of a flex because they always sound this way. I don't know. I think the chorus, like, we're talking about the melodies in the chorus and, like, the ascension in the pre-chorus in the chorus, I think is great for them um, because it shows how strong they are. I think they've always sounded this way. I don't think so. Like, they've always been really, I think they've always been really good with their vocals, but this particularly stood out to me. As, like, I was listening, I went, what? 
<laughs> as opposed to like their other stuff. I'm like, Pentagon's always been good, but this like really caught my attention. You're just in your Yan <laughs> Yan feels, that's all. No, I was mostly caught up on um, Kino and, and Hui's um, vocals on this. I think the rap line sounds great too, but I was mostly caught up on the rest of the vocal line. I mean, some Yan Yan feels, but like that's for different reasons. <laughs> Not his creepy I'm back video. Like, I don't know. Like, it, like I said, the sits in the shallow lap space as far as like the songs they've done mm -hmm. and i like it a lot mm. i just think that this is how they always sound See, <laughs> it, it does to me maybe it's because i like i like pentagon but i don't listen to pentagon a lot mm -hmm. um so to me this is a little bit different like i don't go really out of my way to listen to pentagon albums um i like pentagon and i have you know b-sides that i like um, but Pentagon isn't a group that I like listen to a bunch, even though I think they're really good. So to me, this song particularly, particularly stands out. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. It's one of those things too, where it's like, I'm happy that it didn't take them going so far off their normal thing to get them what the win and stuff yeah i'm glad that it was just them doing their thing still yeah like Bananas, i don't feel like it took the song especially because like naughty boy was so popular <laughs> i don't understand how naughty boy or shine or yeah or Even shine, shine like, and shallow like there were so many other songs where it's like what <laughs> yeah i mean also i think music show wins are a stupid they value. Are. there's a stupid value placed on them um and so I'm glad Pentagon finally won. Um, but, and like, this is definitely in line with Pentagon stuff, but I don't know. There's something about this song that's, to me, as someone who's like not a universe and like doesn't listen to Pentagon like all the time, mm -hmm. there's something about this that's a little different. And it's not because they're missing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> there's like, he's my favorite vocalist in Pentagon. <laughs> Yes, but like, he's a great vocalist. I think I'm bringing it up because you said the same thing about their vocals in Dr. Bebe that you did this song. Granted, they feel very different, the songs. Mm -hmm. Kind of. The songs feel very different. It's just, Hui says Dr. Bebe the same as he does Daisy. <laughs> Holy shit, you're right. I'm not wrong. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. No, you're completely right about that. That's probably why. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, I don't know why you're saying this to me, Mandy. Hui sounds the same as he did in many other songs. I didn't realize that until you literally just said it. So that's probably why. Mostly because I don't remember what the fuck I said about Dr. Bebe. That you, song came out in like February. More than anything. We both did. Um... <laughs> And that's fine. And that's what I mean is like Pentagon has always been this way. They're solid. And yeah. I'm glad that they didn't change to get their yes. wins. I think it's fucking bananas. It took this long. I know. And I don't understand why. Like Shine and It's goofy to me that oh, it's not that goofy. Shooting. But it, it's, it's funny that it, it 
Pentagon was the more popular one, but SF9 got the win first. <laughs> I know. Especially because I think SF9's sound change is uh, hurtful to them as artists because it doesn't show off show them off well enough. Um, I don't know. Because they I, I kind of like it, but you also have more feelings about <laughs> Kui Young and Tae Yang than I do. I mean, I have a lot of SF9 feelings, but I just don't like their sound change because I think it has changed where they sat musically, whereas Pentagon never changed, whereas SF9... I just threw my phone on the ground by accident because I decided to flip it around in my hands. Um, Whereas Pentagon has been doing Pentagon, SF9 no longer does SF9. I think a big They do new SF9, but... Well, I don't think... I don't know if... Pent- or SF9's change is bad. Um, I think obviously they're t- still trying to find things, but I think they've been doing a good job figuring out how to mix that many voices. Yes, I, I just don't like, like their sound. Roland hasn't really sang in a long time, and then suddenly in this last comeback, he got to. And he has a yeah. very nice voice. He does, but SF9's older title tracks are always are to me far better than their new stuff um but yeah i I, like i'm just happy that pentagon hasn't changed and i think a big part of it is that they a couple of them do the writing and producing yeah um, so like basically like my thing is like sf9s changed their sound to get the win Mm -hmm. whereas pentagon has been doing pentagon yeah maybe you know strays here or there but it's still in their sound yeah i don't think there's Um, been many strays like they've always done kind of quirky things and those quirky songs haven't been bad like this like i said they have a range between like are you naughty boy or or are you dr baby yeah and i feel like those are kind of like with shallow yeah like i feel like dr baby is and uh and like shine are kind of like the two like the far reaches of their sound that they've played with so far so it's like when you go more towards dr baby that's going to be a little bit more towards outside of their center sound mm-hmm. um and it's a good sound for them to be in because we all know that i think dr baby was cool mm-hmm. um and shine is also a great song and you just kind of it's the sliding scale of pentagon and the further you get to each side kind of changes them but you still have that pen it's still a pentagon sound Mm -hmm. and it works for them yeah but it's like i think there's only like one pentagon title track that i didn't love and that was humph i liked that song i think that song grew on me song that doesn't fit them but that was their debut so you know (laughs) yeah i always forget that was their debut song and then i remember it i was like oh yeah they did that didn't they (laughs) Because they really haven't gone back to that, have they? Um, I well, Humph was also produced by Giddy Boy, so I don't know if that had something to do with you not liking it. <laughs> it, it you know what? That might be an issue. Um, I that might be my issue. I I don't know if they went. Super close 
to I'm trying to remember the name of the song now <laughs> like looking back um critical beauty even wasn't that close to gorilla but that yeah. could have also been called kind of a like an off song mm. but it also relied a little more on like a swing vibe than anything yeah yeah because critical beauty was kind of a a weird one for them yeah and then there was was a good song but it was definitely kind of a weird one for them like this was a little off too felt but it was still a good song i don't know i don't know i love that song unsurprisingly yeah i really like that song um yeah, I don't think they ever really went back to Gorilla. Yeah. And they're in a good spot to not do Gorilla again. Yeah. So we will see. It's going to be very interesting to see where Pentagon goes after this. They're in good hands, um, but they're old, so some, they have to start going to the military. <laughs> um, so we'll see what happens with Pentagon next. I think with like if Kino's writing and producing, I think they're going to do some really cool stuff. Um, so we'll see what's up with Pentagon as the military train rolls along. Anyways, our next song is uh, Weekly Has Come Back. And they are doing, this song is called Zigzag. I find myself enjoying Weekly a lot. Yeah, they're cute. Yes. I Like, I think I prefer their last song to this one. Um... But Weekly's out here giving us, like, age-appropriate bubblegum with a nice guitar line in it. And I'm here for it. Yes. This music video reminded me a lot of I'm Fine <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> Which is Victor's yeah. debut. Yes. I mean, they're all on the same label, so. At least they're pulling from the same place, I guess. Um I think the line, I want someone to tolerate me, is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I had to go back, because I was like, that's not what the caption says. It is what the caption says. <laughs> um, Don't we all just want someone to tolerate us? <laughs> right? I was like, okay, sure. Um, but I just, I think they've got some really good like crazy vocalists in this group um and they're so young so it's only just gonna get better from here um especially like play m isn't really gonna like ruin their voices um play m does does a good job with vocalists and i think they're a good you know little sister group for a pink um and you can kind of they're not following exactly in a pink's footsteps but like it's there um I love what, like, one thing I really like is that musically for Weekly, it seems like the instrumental is a bit more on trend for what we're seeing from boy groups right now Mm -hmm. than girl groups, and I really enjoy that. Yeah. Because that guitar line right before the outro after the bridge is just so good (laughs) and i'm so into it and they had a really nice guitar riff in um in tag me too so Mm -hmm. i like that that's so far like their thing is that they kind of 
they're giving you like the bubblegum pop, but they're also like bringing in like a really cool like guitar riff or a guitar line into it. It gives a nice layer to the song and it doesn't leave it too empty. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But there is one. Mm. I like that. Yes. <laughs> I think I think Weekly is just a really good spot. Like what they're doing is great. Um, so it'll be interesting if Playm ever comes out with another boy group anytime soon. <laughs> they keep saying they're going to. And then don't. <laughs> they might want like, like Sangwoo needs to go into the military. Right. Once victims start enlisting. Which will be soon. Like Yeah. I think if Sungwoo's 94. Yeah, he's... He, 2023, I think, is when he needs to... Like, the last year he can go by, I think. Yeah, because Dio was supposed to go in 2022, but he decided to go last year. <laughs> but, yeah. I I like Weekly. I'm excited for what they do all the time. I still need to listen to this, but I have a feeling I'm going to really enjoy it. And so our next one is uh, GBTB by Very Very. Uh, GBTB means go beyond the barrier. Mm-hmm. Um, I have mixed feelings about this song. I wasn't surprised that you do about this song specifically. Yes. I think you'd enjoy the rest of their album, though. And I'm, go- I'm going to listen to the rest of the album because I do like Very Very. I love pretty much all of this song except for when it goes noise music when it does the stray kids tiger when it does like the stray kids nct thing yeah um it's not that i dislike noise music because i like nct 127 i think it's a little more stray kids side than anything and this one goes a little bit more stray kids but also i i don't love the idea of very very doing noise music yeah i don't either i think they're like over even over the noise music when they're singing over it and their voices are being layered i think they sound amazing yes i don't and i like the gang vocals but i don't like the half screamy gang vocals um like they have some great harmonies like around that noise i just don't love this idea for them but the um, rap part in this is great <laughs> yes there's a lot about this song i do really like because i think very very are super talented i just don't like this the stray kids noise music parts of it um i think they have a better songs on this album mm. like i kind of get in the popularity idea why they went with this as a single yeah um and i'm glad at at least it sounds like them um yes because they're they're really good at doing like really weird um harmonies and stuff Mm -hmm. like it's not dissonant it's just like the weird (laughs) voices for harmonies like it's that hook with go beyond the barrier Mm -hmm. and it's just really fun and i like that (laughs) yeah and it's it's got this kind of spooky thing to it and i love that and 
I would have, I think I just would have liked this song with a different instrumental. Or parts of this instrumental being changed. And I, because I like very, very, and I like that they're kind of doing, like, Jellyfish is kind of pushing. It's not the Vix thing entirely where they have a different concept for every, for every comeback. But they're pushing the different sounds. Mm. Um because Vix was Vix was always really good with that, and now I have no problem with people trying out different sounds. But it's just you have some groups can't do what other groups are doing, yeah. and if they try and do what you know what might be popular, like what another big group is doing, it might not sit the best way for them. And that's just how I kind of feel on this song. I don't hate it. But it's not my favorite very, very title track. I'm trying to see what they're doing as the B-side for this. Because I think you'll prefer that song. Even if it's one of the two that I think it is, you'll prefer it. But I can't figure out what it is. Yeah. I just... This is... I like very, very... I just... This song may, gives me complicated feelings that lean towards... I don't love this but that's just me i think it's a good song um like i said i think their other songs are better on the album and i get it as the title track but yeah like it's not bad i just don't think it fits them very well Eh. it's not that they can't do it it's just i don't know i don't think this was needed for them to do the do the, the noisy stuff. That's just my opinion, though. I don't know if they've done a B-side stage yet. I feel like I haven't seen them, like, seen, like, a very, very B-side thing pop up for me online yet. Yeah, I don't think they have. Um, but if they do... I think it's going to be um, <laughs> the song title. My Face or Get Out of My Way. Those are the two other okay. songs that I think. That it would probably be. Yeah. And I think you'll like those too. I think you'll like the rest of the album. Just fine. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't think it was a bad choice necessarily for them to try this. No. Like, I'm not mad that they tried it. I just... I just don't know if I would have tried it as a, as a single. I don't know. But then I have a lot of a single and just be there. You're like, well, why'd you do it? <laughs> like, I don't know. I have a lot of mixed feelings about this. Because, like, I like very, very. And I like I don't want very, very to end up getting the Vix treatment. Whereas, like, everyone knows Vix is super talented, but at the moment, Vix's chained up, chained version is out of stock everywhere because people are buying that copy of the album for clout. I don't think they will. I think they stayed close enough to what they normally do. But so it's like just for you know, yeah, that. Well, it's like everyone knows Vix is talented, but it's like Vix was never like super super successful. Um, they didn't reach the level of some of their other contemporaries, but like everybody knew Vix and Vix would come back and people would be like, oh yeah, Vix, and then just like forget about them. 
and then Vix would do like weird horny shit and people are like now just finding out about it um because yeah the chained version of the chained up uh, album is out of stock everywhere because people on tiktok found out about the bdsm contract in it so you can't find it anywhere (laughs) i don't think that's gonna Uh, happen to very very like they've been doing their thing enough like yeah. I said, they, and like they started a lot like um golden child did with doing the yeah. same cute concept i think they came out around the same time too i think so too um it was very very just went spooky and golden child didn't and now very very's doing whatever this was i think it's very similar to what they've been doing just you know. i just don't think it's spooky i i I mean, I say spooky in a way that has been kind of half the music video. And no, I don't necessarily know if this music video goes into the lore and it totally could. And I'm just yeah. Um, but I think the vocals in it still match what they've yes. been doing. I think the vocals still do. I just feel like this video, I was like, are we in the military? What are we doing? Is this dystopia? So I, I feel like it could the video be part of it. Fit. Who knows? It could. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand their lore. I'm confused by their lore. So, but we will see. I have to listen to the rest of this album. But mixed mixed feelings from me on this one. It's not a thumbs down, but it is shakily in the middle somewhere. <laughs> but anyways, moving on. Um, I. This is like a fair warning right here. Um, I cannot promise you that I can talk about this song without crying. Um, actually, just thinking about this, I there are tears already, um, and it's not because this song makes me this song makes me sad, but in a different way. Um, this song is Chen's "Hello." Um, this was it's now his enlistment song. Um, I, this is what I expected from him. I expected this song to sound this way because it's Jung Day. I was actually surprised by how it sounded. Really? Yeah. (laughs) I expected it to be sad boy. It's not that sad. Like it's emotional, sure, but it's not actually sad. (laughs) No, it's, this is, I don't know. Did you ever listen to his albums? I listened to one of them. Okay, if you listen to his second one, um, this is kind of more in line with the stuff on there. Okay, well, um, just it's hard for me to listen to a full song. Uh, I know. Album of soft and slow. I can hardly I even get through Onu's solo album. So, like, this is not just because. No, I know. I'm just saying there's some more up tempo songs on his second album. If so, that's why this song doesn't surprise me. Then, Mandy, I'm sorry. I'm going to struggle. <laughs> I know, I'm just asking. <laughs> um, I mean, Jong Day's album's what you expect it to be anyways, but there's it's not entirely big sweepy ballads. Mm-hmm. Um so I wasn't ex- I wasn't surprised by this song a lot. This is kind of I thought it might have been maybe a little sweepier, but again, I'm not surprised. Is this they um, used for Ones music video? I don't know. Taking um, his house. <laughs> <laughs> um, this song, it's not that the song is sad. Um, the lyrics are what kind of killed me. Um, God, like this was the letter. <laughs> this was the letter that he. 
<laughs> this was the letter that he always wanted to write this past year. And you can tell that it was. Um, and it's like, this this year would have been so good for him. And then people were so mean to him. Mm-hmm. And because he used to use, like, he uses his YouTube channel as that too. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't have social media. Um, but once I started watching this video and reading the lyrics, um, it, it, it was everything he wanted to say this past year. Because um, he had such a good year, like, personally. And then people in Korea don't know their fucking boundaries. Um, and so, unsurprisingly, this was his enlistment letter before the one he wrote out. Um and like that's that's what makes me so sad about this song. It's so pretty. And I can listen to this song without crying, but I can't watch the video without crying because it's just like a mountain of tears. Um I started my notes on Monday and I could not start like keep writing my notes after I watched this video. I had to go to bed. <laughs> um and like this song when I watched it, it had a bunch of likes on it. It had like eight and a half thousand dislikes. It got review bombed on Melon. It had like a one and a half star on Melon for no good reason. I mean, if it makes you feel better, the dislikes haven't gone up. Oh, that's good. And the, the yeah, like, <laughs> I know that it still sucks it has that many, but. Yeah, but it's just like, it's. It's mostly, it's like, he's getting all this hate for nothing. Like, he's a person. He has a personal life. He's allowed to get married and have a baby. Just because you don't fucking like it doesn't mean anything. Sad men in Korea love Jong Day. (laughs) (laughs) Um... A lot of the times, there's a there's there was a period of time where "Beautiful Goodbye" months and months after it came out, it was still peaking on the charts in the morning and at night because all the sad men in Korea were listening to it. His biggest demographic for a while was like twenty, like men in their twenties to mid thirties. Now they all learned that it was a lie because he was getting it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone made the joke, like, every morning in the military, okay, Jong Day, wake up, it is time to time to sing the sad songs for the other sad men in the military. Um, I mean, he's not gonna, he's probably gonna be a civil servant anyways, because he has such a young kid at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of gets a break on that. But this song is beautiful. It's just, and I can listen to it if it plays, and it's nice, and it's it's a good Chen song. I just cannot think about the video or the lyrics or I'm going to start crying at like any given point. <laughs> and I knew, I knew I was going to talk about this song and I was going to cry. Because um, it's like, I knew he was going to the military soon. I wasn't surprised when it was announced the next fucking day that he was enlisting. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but it's just like if you've paid like any attention to like this year for him and you read the lyrics of the song like you kind of know what the song is about um, and that's why I was glad that going it, to. yeah I was glad it wasn't just sad yeah and I think that's more what I meant is like knowing this 
stupidity that happened with him. Yeah. Um, and clearly he just kind of stepped back. He's like, I'm just going to have my family. Fuck all you Yeah. Guys. Which is fine. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what I would do too. It's like, I got to be happy. You can be miserable over nothing. Deuces. Right. <laughs> yeah. And he's not going anywhere. I mean, he's going to the military. So he's technically going somewhere. But it's like, he he has his life. The exos support him. SM supports him. Um, yeah. Otherwise, he would have been forcibly removed from EXO. Um, it's just this song was kind of everything because he goes so he went so long without com- like you know any communications or anything. So it's definitely one of those things where it's like this was everything that he wanted to say to everybody around him, and he's so private that you don't really hear a lot from him, anyways. Um, so when you do, it's like really exciting. But he I posts and everybody on Twitter who likes Chen changes their Insta- their Twitter picture to whatever new pixelated fucking picture of him has popped up. Yeah. Um, but it also makes sense. It's like, okay, the thing that was getting everybody fucking flustered was he had a kid. Yeah. Why would you bother saying anything when you just had exactly. a baby? Exactly. Like, no <laughs> one's – like, I'm glad that he is he is a private person and – all this stuff he makes he makes good music and he's never missed an exo schedule um ever mm-hmm. um and it's just like one of those things where it's like people are trying to make him out as this villain and it's like no like he had his life but he also he never missed an exo schedule mm-hmm. ever um for any reason he never sat them out he was always there EXO wasn't some sort of money grab for him. Yes. Um, I don't know how much this song means to you, and it's very sweet, and I love it, but I'm sorry I laughed when he said hello very solemnly. I know, because that made me laugh, too. <laughs> like, I just have to get that in the trailer, in, in the t- trailer for this video, it just ends with him saying hello. hello. Like, oh, no. And I was like, what is What is he? doing <laughs> i was like what is he doing here and i was like yeah, i guess i'll find out in t- tomorrow when the video drops and then like promptly after that i like probably within the next like half a verse i just started crying so i'm like okay we're past the solemn hello um also your military hello i just um, i had a laugh because i was like <laughs> is it me you're looking for jong day <laughs> yes it is i'm like oh no in the house that he's fucking destroying um, and then because, because of my exo feelings in the scene where, um, the black and white scene with all like the cups and stuff, mm-hmm. I got sad because I thought of the exo winter album where they did the, the coffee theme. So like that made me sad. Oh, well, I don't um, doubt a lot of that is actually. And some of bad. it kind of reminded me of, um, the what is, uh. What is Love video, that like pre-debut one that they did, um, because some of the houses kind of had a similar feeling to them with the wood and the outside. Um, But yeah, let's see. The only one who has like a big budget fucking enlistment song video is this motherfucker. (laughs) So what he does, and I'm like, fine. Like Dio's was really cute. I think he drew the whole thing. and Zoomin's was cute. It wasn't like super high budget, um, but he got a video for it. 
as well. Well, he also had a whole fan meeting before he left. All of Shiny got albums. <laughs> yes, not all of them. Minho didn't, but he got a song. Yes, I. I don't think Minho is ever going to do an album. I don't think so. He's not. If he does, I would be shocked. He has movies. He's fine. Yeah. Would I buy a Minho album? Yes. I mean, do I think it's going to happen? No. I know. I say I I can't listen to all of Onya's album, but I own both versions of it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Of course you do. If you didn't own both versions, I would have just sent you both versions. And Blue does make me cry. I'll say that. Yes. Yes. But, uh, yeah, so that was this emotional song. Now that I've cried on tape about this song. But our next song is Mont's Antihero. Um, so th- this mini album is all of their tapes put together. Okay. So there's nothing as... From what I I checked it earlier. So there's nothing different on this mini album that we haven't heard before. Mm-hmm. Except for this song. Um, and I am super into this. Yes. Like, those tapes that they put out have really turned me into a Mont fan. Because I was so excited about this, and then this song was so good, and I'm, like, super into it. I feel like these tapes, if you kept up with it like we did, mm-hmm. um, or even if you noticed what was going on, was such a good idea. Yeah. But I love this song. Like, like yeah, I have love... the old school hip-hop thing going on, and it's, like, yes. kind of nasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love the piano and the bass in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the groove. The chorus is really good. And I like that the video is like a cheap ass hanging out in a car. We got a GoPro in a field on street (laughs) type of video. I felt like it was perfect for this song. Like they didn't need Mm -hmm. anything crazy. Um, And like looking back at their old stuff, they've always made good music. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, this is... A good song. I like the nasty hip-hop thing. Mm -hmm. So I don't want them to add people or do whatever they're trying to do. No, and, like, I don't know if, like, the additions are going to be, like, with this group or they're going to, like, work separately or if it's even going to happen at all. Yeah, I think they got a good thing with this, these three. I think so, too. Um, Because I am, like, super hype into this. Mm Mm-hmm. I love the na 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 chorus, and it's just this is so good. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think their tape thing was a, such a good help to them, mm-hmm. um, because like even if we weren't doing this, I don't know if that would have come across like my feet. Like, I don't know if it. Yeah, like I don't know if I would have known about it, and now I'm, I'm very glad that I knew about it because like, it's like they came out with something like twice a month, right? Like I don't, it hurts, hurts my multi-stand descent into madness, but yes, it's cool when we find things like this. It's well, it's like oh yeah, because <laughs> like there's definitely things that like we've picked up from here that have I'm like super into. Like this was how I found out about Zydo because you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Because, like, originally I hadn't seen it, like, in the 
list of things coming out. Same thing with Demi, and it's like those are two artists I really enjoy now, mm-hmm. um, and I can definitely add Mont to that list because this is just so good. I actually don't think we would have been as on the NOI either. Same. Like so I know cool. we found them, like before we did this. Did we? I thought it was the very first. Yes. first one because we were I think- getting everything from the first two months. And that's how you found them. Well, no, that one came. It went that came across me um, because I remember finding out about them before I moved. Mm. Like I remember watching that video for the first time at my old apartment because Rufus was trying to like climb on my head. (laughs) (laughs) So like that's what I remember about Eno. I I feel like. But because we talked about it in the first one, mm-hmm. too, it helped. But, yeah, into Mont. I'm excited to see what they do from here, especially because this, this is the only, like, new song on their mini album. So I wonder if they're going to come out with, like, another mini album soon. Or a whole album. Or f- figure out what this new nine person concept fucking thing is i don't know um but into it love this i think they're going in a good direction but our next song is uh lee soo hyun from akmu um this song is called alien um and i have my question mostly is why did her solo debut take so long to happen Mm -hmm. because like her brother's already back from the military like, he's gone and come back. <laughs> and she just didn't do anything while he was gone. But I like this song and I like the video. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Akmo, um, but I really like her voice. And I think what she's doing is is really good for her voice. Mm-hmm. I like it, though. Yeah. Like, obviously, I like the aesthetics of this. Yes, that was the first thing I thought of when I saw this video. It's bright in the way that I like bright. (laughs) Yes. And just kind of kooky and fun. Yes. And I knew you would like the art in it, too. Oh, yeah. So. But, yeah, I I think this is a good job for her. And I know her solo has been, like, long awaited. And it's like she should have done this a couple years ago. Like, this is just, like, a fun little dancey, vibey song, though. Yeah. And that's, I feel like that's definitely what she was going for instead of something, like, more serious. But Mm -hmm. I'm into it. Um, It's good to see her doing stuff solo-y because, you know, she's on YG and when do they actually get to do things? (laughs) Never. Um, But, yeah, this was a good one, I think, for her. Mm Mm-hmm. It's nothing crazy and out of this world, but it's a good little song about aliens. Yeah. And how she's an alien. I wonder if she's an it's Aquarius. Out of this world. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but we'll see. Um, our next song is Black Swan. This song is called Tonight. And this is the re-debut of some of the Rena girls, I believe. Mm. Um, I didn't follow them too hard. Um, and this is, this group is a very interesting group. 
of girls. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is Japanese Brazilian. Okay. And another one of them is Senegalese. Um, and like this song is great. I really like this song. But it's going to be, I think it's going to be interesting to see how people react to their two non-Korean members. Um, just because people aren't used to non-Korean or non-Japanese Yeah, I was members. like, I wouldn't go far as like saying non-Korean so much as like non-Asian. <laughs> yeah, non-Asian. Um, but I think this is great. Um like, this is very, like, sexy and mature, and I love the rap part, or not, I like the rap part, but I also like the guitar part in this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's gonna, I think it's gonna be interesting to see where Black Swan goes. Yeah, like, this song sort of had the same issue for me as um, Kiara's, where it started, mm-hmm. when it started, I really liked it, but then it just, like, was yeah. the same for a long time. Like and it's kind of really close to that tempo, if you know what I mean. Like what I like, I think what I liked about it was the guitar part and like up to the rap part, and then mm-hmm. after that, it does kind of it doesn't go where it probably should go. Yeah, like it just could have gone a little bit. Yeah, but I I like I really like up to there, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I like the chorus. I think the chorus is really done well. Yeah. Um, and it will be interesting to see kind of where they go. Because I think they could be really, like, with the right direction, they could be huge. Yeah. And so I'm very I'm very interested to see where Black Swan ends up. Yeah. Um, because I liked the song when it was doing cool stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no like overall i did like it and i want to see where they go there's just like some Mm -hmm. things where i'm like yeah yeah like just give me a good bridge or not even like i want like some sort of change right (laughs) just change your second like change your third verse or like give me something cool Mm. um and like a guitar part is cool but it doesn't you need more than just like a cool guitar part Mm mm-hmm so but this will be interesting they will be very interesting to see like where we go from here um and our next song is luna's why not and i said that this might be the first luna song i like so i didn't like their last two but i like this one better my big issue now is i don't know what luna even is yeah same (laughs) Absolutely. Show me every single one of their songs and be like, I don't know who this is. Yeah. (laughs) And I think part of it's like they're just trying to keep up with trends because there's so much room between every comeback. Mm -hmm. Because they sound like Itzy in this song. Yeah. And that might be why I like it. Because like... Yeah. I don't know. I just don't know what they are anymore. (laughs) I know. I like the chorus a lot. And I think what they did was good. But I think my problem with Luna is, like, they're such a young group, and this is only their third comeback. Yeah, but they've been around for, like, two years. Plus the year of their pre-debut fucking girl of the month thing. And, like, I want to like Luna because I think their concept 
from what I understand, which is not much, (laughs) which is not much. Um, It's something to do with the moon. Um, That's all I got. Um, (laughs) That's about it. Um, And like, there's a lot of this song that I do like, and it might be because it's very kind of itsy. Close your eyes and listen to it. And you're like, oh, this is itsy. Right. And it's like, there's parts of it I like because I really didn't like their last song. I didn't like Butterfly and I didn't like High High. Whereas this is more something that I enjoy. But I feel like Luna sits too much. And a lot of Luna seems to rely on just like Twitter hype from before they debuted. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, they just bought a whole bunch of stars. Like, their company um, bought a handful of stars that spell out, like, Orbit or something. What? Yeah. Um, Hold on. They bought... I saw it, and there's a video about it. Um, Luna stars. Do-do-do. A quote-unquote constellation. It has 12 stars in it. And they've only revealed the first one. And it's when they're combined together, it spells out orbit in Luna. So they've made, they've bought stars to make a quote-unquote constellation. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't, I don't understand what's happening. With Luna. Me either. But yeah, I saw that they bought stars and I was like, the fuck is this shit? <laughs> I just, I want to like Luna. Yeah. And, because I liked some of their pre- pre-debut when they were doing like the solo stuff and even um, Odd Eye Circle, if that, was that the name of the subunit? Mm-hmm. That was good. Um. But I haven't really liked any of their singles. And I like this one more than their last ones. But it's still not what I... I don't know. Like, I don't know what to expect from Luna. I wish I kind of knew what I was getting myself into. You're getting yourself into waiting a year between every comeback. <laughs> not like that's fucking new. No. Because what? Their last one came out in like February, so at least they're getting down to like seven months between comebacks. I guess. I don't even remember <laughs> their last one. It was the one that Lee Suman pr- produced. I think it was Suman, called. What are you doing? <laughs> I think it was called So What? Um, like. Yes, it was. It was eight months ago. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're shaving down time between comebacks, but Luna, they go away for too long for a rookie group. Yeah, and it's like, I don't want to say that every group needs to come back like every three months or so. But as right. a rookie, it's kind of just how it happens. And like, even if it's, you know, you come back twice a year, that's still that's still a good thing because if you go away too long, the hype kind of dies out and there's a lot of hype on there's kind of always a lot of hype about Luna on Twitter but it's like the longer you go between a comeback as a rookie because they're 
they're coming out of their rookie stage soon, so mm-hmm. it's like you don't have much to show for it, I guess. Um, I don't know. I just I think Blockberry relied way too heavy on on Luna hype, and they're all talented, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Luna should be doing more, I think. Yeah. Who knows? It's not like anyone listens to us. It's fine. We have these great ideas and none of these companies take our our ideas. <laughs> I'm giving you free advice. Um, yeah, I I don't know what Luna's doing. Oh, yeah. But I do prefer this to their other singles and it's probably because it sounds like Itzy. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. I'm cool with that. Um, but our next sound, like talk about sound change, is uh, B1A4 is like a movie. Um, I love that B1A4 is kind of taking the opportunity between enlistments to do this. Because mm-hmm. um, Sandul has to go soon. Um, and Shinu came back in August. Um, yeah, because now there's only this three is, of them. Yes, now there's only three of them. This is their first release since Jin Young and Baro left B1A4. Mm-hmm. And so... Because we both like B1A4 a lot. Yeah. And so this is this is a big sound change. No, but it's so sweet. I, it I is. I really like it. Me too. Um, unsurprisingly, I like this. And I think they did a really good job of just letting the voices they still have be what they are. Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to shove them into trying to replicate a Jin Young song. Yeah. Like one of my favorite B1A4 songs is Dream Girl, which might be mm-hmm. kind of surprising. <laughs> but I've always really loved that song. And this is what this song feels like. So I'm just like, Yay. yeah. <laughs> like this is really sweet. It utilizes their voice as well. The video is adorable. So cute. Like I love, I even love the zombie parts. I did write, though, that Gong Chan's titties are, like, on display. Just wants to show off. It's okay. It's fine. I'm I'm not upset with it, but it was, like, one of the first things I noticed was, damn, when did that happen? When did you get titties, boy? <laughs> Literally, when did you get titties? Um, and, like, I, like, Shinu is one of my favorite vocalists. Like, I don't like, it's, he's not someone that I bring up a lot as one of my favorite vocalists, but it's, like, whenever he does something, I'm always like, I love your voice. Yeah. Um, and so I've oh, I've always loved his voice. And so hearing him back after the mid- military kind of sent me a little feral, um, considering I wrote half of my notes about that in one sentence. There was no fucking spaces between those words. I <laughs> just typed. Um, but... I like Sandu's little cape. I just, this is so sweet. And it's not like it's the most exciting song in the world, but it is so sweet and it's beautiful. And the yeah. violin is good. Um, yeah, and I think this is just super playful. It's it's like so Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is my other favorite song from them. <laughs> Mine is a lie, but that's so that I, I feel like that's not surprising that that's my favorite song from them. Um, and, like, I just think that this was the right direction for them to go mm-hmm. in. Um, 
now kind of because they've lost like Jin Young and Baro aren't there. They're both in the military, but they also left. And neither one of these three can kind of fill that spot. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. They don't need to. So I loved this. Yes. I just I'm I'm glad they took the opportunity instead of just like setting everybody off solo and hoping for the best later. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a good move um, because I think like WM did a concert, um, like a, one of their family concerts or whatever online, like a week after Shinu got out of the military. <laughs> and it was like, oh, you're back. Okay, now go do the dancey dance. Um, so it's good to see them doing stuff. And I think they'll, you know, continue to do that solo stuff while Sunduel's in the military. And I don't know if there's going to be an overlap with him and Gong Chan, but maybe we'll see another release like this when Sunduel's back. So mm-hmm. I'm glad they did the thing. Yes. Um, but our next song is a release by Seventeen. This song is called Home Run. Yeah. I like how this is kind of Pink Panthery. I like the big band swing sound in it. Mm-hmm. I think this is a great 17 title track. I just like fun 17. Me too. (laughs) I liked their last song, but I think this might be my favorite 17 title track. Because I love swing music. I don't know if you know that about me. (laughs) I was in in jazz band for four years, so. Yes. (laughs) But I feel like most people don't know that I like big band swing. Like, a lot. <laughs> um, so, I, when when that horn line kicked in, I was like, yes! I mean, I, um, I don't know. I just liked the concept and the song. Yes. Just, like, just join Shiny with Get the Treasure and it's fine. Yes. I like that this kind of, where the boy band trend is right now is into that kind of groovy moment Mm -hmm. and they've taken that and completely pushed into something that seemed that's probably a little way out in left field yeah but it still sounds like 17 yeah people who got mad and said that this song didn't but i don't know where they were listening to things yeah like this is 17 (laughs) yeah like this is very much a 17 song it's 17 doing like a, a very vibey concept but it's like this is 17, like, completely. And I don't listen to 17 that much. I like their title tracks, but I don't go out of my way to listen to a lot of 17 songs. But I think 17 are wonderful. Because I loved this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought the concept was cool. I love the sound. Um, one of my notes is just Ming Hao. Just Ming Hao. And, you know, that's fine. That's that's about where I am when it comes to 17 is just like Ming Hao brain rot. So, but this was good. I haven't listened to the rest of the album, so I don't know. This isn't one that I've actually listened to yet either. Yeah, so I don't know if like they kind of carry this town, this like sound throughout it, but 
I'm excited to listen to this now. Maybe I'll even buy this album. I don't own any 17 albums, but maybe this might be it. Mm-hmm. Um, but our next song is Crush. This song is called Let Me Go featuring Taeyeon. This is his last possible release before he enlists. Mm-hmm. I believe he's enlisting in December. Um, I love his voice. I love the vibe. Like, I know this is kind of sort of sad, but the piano in this is nice. His voice layered with hers, like, sent me into outer space. I loved it so much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what I said. Is like, I've always liked Crush's voice, even if mm-hmm. like, I can't say that his thing is always my thing. Um, yeah. But, and I think that Taeyeon sounds really good with him too. And this whole album that this song is on is him doing collaborations with female artists. That's cool. This album's called With Her. um, And every song he has a female artist featured on it. Which I thought was cool. Good for him. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But I think this was a, a really good matchup for their voices. Um, I I really enjoyed this. I wonder if he's going to come out with anything else in the next six weeks. He might. Who knows? <laughs> Before he goes. Um, but I love his voice. Like, sometimes I like, you know, I like Slow and Bybee. Sometimes I can't listen to Crush all the time, but no. I always love his voice. Um, but our next one is D Crunches Across the Universe. Um, I I know I really liked their last release. I really enjoyed the chorus. Um, the drop that's in here is kind of the drop that I like. There's not a whole lot of momentum loss to it for me mm. when they do the drop. Um, but there's not even like a super gain. Um, I liked the rap break after the first chorus a lot mm. and i liked the build in this there was a lot about this song i really enjoyed um i said this song is almost there but it's very close to that like slow militant tempo that i'm just really yes for. that was kind of where my problem was is i didn't love the military like that military tempo but there was a lot of this song that i did really like if we ignored the tempo mm-hmm. it's just a hard tempo to deal with yeah i don't know why we're so uh, obsessed with it <laughs> <laughs> like can we stop doing songs in this tempo that'd be great but i i find myself liking decrunch the more they put out I'm, i need to go listen to this album too but It's on my list of things to listen to. (laughs) But I enjoyed it. I like the drop in this. Um, We know how I feel about a drop in a chorus. Mm -hmm. So it could be really good, but I enjoyed this one. Um, I feel like they're kind of finding finding a good pace for themselves. Mm. So I guess we'll see where D-Crunch goes. Um, Our next one is a pre-release, our favorite type of song. Um, And it's Mamamoo's Dinga. And um, let me let me put put it this way. Objectively, this is a good song. Yes. Unobjectively, I don't like Mama Moo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Like uh, the, I said, <laughs> Mamamoo is good at making funky little bops, and I will give them that. Yes, that's how I feel about Mamamoo. They're good at making funky little bops, but I just don't like Mamamoo. I liked Moonbull's rap. Yeah, like um, the sound sound sounds like hip, and yeah, it's, it's like I said, a good funky song. Yeah, it's just hard for me to support Mamamoo. I know. And like, I'm interested to see where Mamamoo goes. I think it was Moonbull and Solar. They were on V Live, and they were they talked openly about how they're they're talking about contract renewal. Mm. So we'll see where that goes. Um, because I think their contracts up next year or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, objectively, this is a good funky song. I just I don't like Mamamoo, and I don't like wasa very much maybe one we will cover it and i can just listen to that version yeah <laughs> i i listen to hip when it's one way <laughs> so it's fine maybe yeah i'd love one way to cover this song because um, i do like this song <laughs> i know like it is a good song i like it i just you know, I don't rubber like... pig acts at the end made me laugh <laughs> yes I was like, okay, we're killing men. But uh, the um, fact that it was like just so obviously very fake. Yes, I was like, this looks like it's made out of foam and spray paint. And it probably was. Um, I don't doubt it. it like wiggle. I, <laughs> right? I was waiting for it to kind of like bend in half. Um, but yeah, like objectively, if I'm being objective, this is a good song. But... We've never had the best Mamamoo feelings here. <laughs> so, like, it's unsurprising that both of us were like, meh, about it. <laughs> Even though it's like... It's a good song. It, it is a good song. I Like, I like the vibe to it, but am I gonna go listen to it again? No. <laughs> I don't listen to Mamamoo songs more than, like, once or twice, so... That's that's my feelings on that. Mm-hmm. So, I guess we'll see what their actual release is. Um, maybe they're killing men. I don't know, but Mama Moo's out them. here. Yeah, Mama Moo's out here in the pre-release game too. And like, speaking of pre-releases, where the fuck is Chunga's right? album? I was gonna say like, we haven't talked about Chunga recently, right? It's been months, girl. Album. <laughs> girl, come on. Are you just sitting on it, or was <laughs> did you lose it? At least, at least with Mama Moo, when they say pre-release, I know the album's probably gonna be out like next month. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, our next song is a song that I got really excited about, and it's Alexa's Revolution. I just love her concepts, and I really like her voice a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and her pre-release was good, but this was better. Yeah. How it should be. And I I think she's super talented and I loved this. Yeah. I said she's out here doing the cool bad bitch concepts that we and she deserves. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I just she shows up as like a robot in like an android in like medieval armor i was super here for it (laughs) like i don't understand how 
her concept's going to move to that point, but whatever. Um, she has such a strong voice that on a song like this, it's a powerhouse. And this was produced by um, London Noise. The same people who did Exo's Monster. Okay. They d- they've done a whole bunch of stuff. Um, they're like... Hold on. They've done some like crazy songs and I was really surprised to see them work with her um because they're based in they've done exo red velvet nct um so just so you know they did view they did tvx's cues complicated they did married to the music dum-dum they did exo's lightsaber um, some other XO B-sides. They did Taman's Guess Who. They did Jonghyun's Moon and Dress Up. Then um, why isn't this song more horny? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right? uh, they did XO's Lucky One Monster, White Noise. They did Fire Truck, Wake Up. Monster they did Switch. <laughs> they did Lotto. Um, they did CBX is the one. They did Shiny Shift. They do a lot of stuff with SM. Mm-hmm. They did Power. They did... Ooh, they did Puzzle by TVXQ. They did Gravity and Damage. They did Joppin'. It shows. Love Talk. Uh, and then they've done some stuff with Shinwa. They did Crazy Sexy Cool. They did Astro's All Night. They did Itzy's Surf. And they've done... Surf Surf is so fun. They've done um, Alexa's Revolution. And they also do a bunch of um, stuff with Western artists as well. Oh, they did some stuff with Next 7 and China and Owner. So... They are around. So they do a lot of stuff with SM mostly, though. Um... But yeah, I was very shocked to see their name at the end of this song. But you know what? It's a good song and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. But we will see what Alexa does next. I love when she shows up on like dive studio podcasts. Mm-hmm. Because it's always like, what is she going to do now? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it was like the I sent you one where she was just like, I'm poor yes and Yana's my queen and i'm like girl i got you um but anyways our last song is by moon um she featured on xosc's one billion views and the song is called walk in the night and it features zion t um i love their voices together <laughs> i like this vibe and i was just very excited to see him feature on something because I love him, but I think their voices worked really well together, especially when they layered them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ended my notes with, I'm going to rip my face off. I had one word for this song. And that's all I said. It was vibey. <laughs> all I had to say, apparently. I mean, this song is vibey. So like, I'll give you that. Um, I just like their voices together a lot. I I I liked her voice and I liked her feature on 
one billion views. I did too, and I like your voice. Like, I just yeah, I literally apparently had nothing else to say. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I I apparently was gonna rip my face off last night. So that's because Zion T still true. put out a solo thing. Yes, but I did just buy myself a Zion T album, so that's fine. It's coming with my Vix album from Korea (laughs) that I bought on eBay. Order tomorrow. Oh yay! Yay! But that was uh, this week's hack pop. We we are at two hours, so this is gonna be this is better than it has been. Yeah, that's not bad considering twenty eight (laughs) songs, right? But yeah, so we've been Hag Pop. Yeah. Um, you can follow us on the internet. Um, our Twitter is at Hag Pop and our Instagram is at Hag underscore pop. We post our album collections and episode previews. Last week that didn't happen because I was having some technical difficulties. So it wasn't really a preview. It was a, this show episode's been out for three days and now you have something to, to come check us out on. But normally it comes out the day before. Um mm-hmm. You can hang out with us on the internet and scream with us into the void. It's a fun time. <laughs> um, and we will catch you next time on Hag Pop. Bye. Bye. <laughs>